Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to the A to Z English podcast. This is the podcast where Sochal and I prepare lessons to help you improve your English ability. Uh, This is mainly a podcast where students listen and try to understand what we are saying but you can also go to our website a to z english podcast.com and you can download a transcript of this episode so that it might make a little bit easier it might be a little bit easier for you to read along uh, as you listen to the podcast but today social has prepared three expressions and we call this millennial slang and uh, she is going to see if my uh, old, uh, ancient um, Generation X <laughs> sensibility will be able to understand these three expressions. So, social, I'm going to kick it off to you, and you tell me what are the three pieces of a millennial, a millennial slang. Hey, Jack, our first one today is going to be take the l that's take the l like the l L. do you know what that means Uh, not a word but a phrase take the l which is an expression i think i know this one as an athlete i may be familiar with this um but i'm gonna go with my i'm gonna go with the literal sense first okay to take the l means to take the train the subway in chicago and in chicago the l is the l the l is the name of the train it's like a l train they call it the l because it is elevated off the ground it's not a subway Uh. it's kind of the opposite where it's built up over the street and so people Uh. will take the l and uh you know that's a way to move around the city it's like a subway um but it's not underground it's actually above ground and it's called the l so if you're going to take the l you take the elevated train now i'm pretty sure that your answer is not related to civil engineering i think that might be um, a little bit off base. <laughs> and yeah. I think that take L, 
I think it means to just accept the loss. Like, yes, you got it. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Okay. So let's say, like, man, um, the athlete didn't place at all in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. She took the L. So placing for our listeners who don't know is like if you place in, in a competition, you get stuck in a third place usually. And then anything after that means you didn't place, actually. Um, yeah. Placing in a competition. Right, Jack? Would you agree? I would say placing means you got first, second, or third. Oh, definitely. You're taking the L. But I think that there's also one more component, is my understanding, is accepting your loss gracefully. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you take the L, it doesn't mean you are, like, throwing chairs and screaming <laughs> and you're like – because that would be not taking the L. That would be right. kind of the opposite. Protesting right? the L, contesting the Testing the L, throwing the ball across (laughs) the gym, throwing your chair on the floor, uh, kicking your chair. It's that's not taking the throwing a tantrum. (laughs) Yeah, having a temper tantrum like a little baby is definitely not taking the L. And so, I would say there's something else a little bit interesting about taking the L, which is like gracefully taking the L it means being a good sport accepting yeah. that you lost and, and not being a sore loser which yes. we used to say someone who is like throws a tantrum or has a bad attitude about losing I think that's pretty big in American culture is like you mm-hmm. should never be a sore loser loser you should be like an honorable loser and just accept that you lost and let the winning team have their victory or the winning competitor have their victory Mm. Yeah, Yeah, I I totally agree. Like losing humbly is actually a virtue in American culture. Even though you lost, you still shake hands with the other team. You tell the other team that they played well. It was a good game. Good sportsmanship goes a long way in American culture. It's a sign of maturity. It's a sign of being a good person is being able to lose gracefully. And uh, yeah, I think uh, taking the L I've, I've heard that before uh, just because I was a basketball player. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that moves us into our next one, our next phrase, which is, or not phrase, our next vocabulary, which is salty to be salty. Do you know what it means? Salty. Oh, yeah. To be salty. So can I use this in a sentence? You know? Or you can ask me to use it, but you can try to use it in a sentence. Let me try to use it in a sentence. Okay. So I got a 95 on my test, and Sochal Mm -hmm. got a 93. And Mm -hmm. Sochal is kind of like, you know, ah. Mm. Oh, gosh, I wish I had a higher score. And then I can turn to you and say, don't be salty. 93 is a good score. Don't be salty about that. 
Is that is that yeah. correct? I think so. It's close for sure. I, okay. I think salty has kind of a little bit of a stronger connotation. It's close to being a sort of loser mm-hmm. or being mad, like being pretty mad about stuff. So having bad sportsmanship or it's like if you lost, if you took the L on something, but you didn't mm-hmm. want to accept it. So then you're being a sore loser, then you're being happy. So it's yeah. like, it's close. It's really similar to what you said, but it's just like a little bit stronger. Like if someone's right. being salty, they're not just disappointed. They're like mad and they're being kind of overdramatic or too mad about the situation. Like, don't be salty about that. Come on. Right. Or if you, you see your friend on a Monday morning and you're like, hey, how are you? Good. Oh, what's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, do you want to go to the party this weekend? No. <laughs> it's like, and you can ask your friend, like, why? what's wrong? Why are you being so salty? Yeah. They, yeah. It could be another reason outside of the situation that is causing them to feel salty. And so, yep. yeah, yeah. Or like a good synonym would be like someone who's sulking as well. You're sulking, like you're pouting and generally having mm. a bad disposition towards people or the situation, then you're being salty. So that's a good uh, synonym for it. I'll give you a full confession. I try to stay away from people that are salty. I It really yeah. bothers me because... <laughs> My, in my opinion, they are taking their bad feelings and they're putting it on you. Like right, they're like externalizing it might be a good vocab for our listeners. Externalizing just, it, excellent. Yeah. yeah, externalizing would mean when you have a situation within yourself and you're projecting it outwards. You're generally externalizing, so you're trying to resolve those feelings by putting them on other people or other situations yeah. instead of dealing with it yourself. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever feel salty sometimes? Uh, I think everyone does. Right. But I yeah. try not to like, I try not to take things out on other people. And if I do, I try to apologize. Yeah. Cause I really don't like, I just don't think it's productive to take my frustration out on other people, which of course, like we're just human. Sometimes we will do it, but it's good to acknowledge when you're wrong and say that you're sorry. I think an apology goes a really long way. Um, Now that I recently started my new job, I've noticed that some, I like haven't had any problems with anyone I'm working with, but some of my coworkers have problems with each other. And I was talking to one of my coworkers and he said he like refuses to apologize because he didn't do anything wrong. And I said, don't you ever feel like apologizing because you hurt someone's feelings? Not necessarily have to be wrong, but he made the other person feel bad. And he said like, no, that he's basically admitted he's too proud to say sorry, even though he's a little bit in the wrong. And I just think an apology can go a long way. Because sometimes it's not about being right or wrong. It's about, like, how everyone feels. That makes sense. Like, No, it being... makes perfect sense. And I'm from Minnesota. We say sorry for everything. If I'm walking yeah. <laughs> down the street and I bump into somebody, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, you know, yeah. it, it, uh, we overuse the word sorry in um, in Minnesota. And I was probably similar, you know? Yep. I would yeah. say American 
single tour, Americans tend to over apologize, and it's something that's like really weird to Koreans, Korean people. When I was yeah. in Korea, they didn't understand why you say like sorry so often. If you like a mannerism that's built into our speech, and if you accidentally bump someone, you would say sorry, and in Korea, you would not apologize. For bumping into someone, <laughs> I mean, I'm like such that. a weirdo. I grew up in Minnesota. I say hello to strangers on the street. If I'm walking on the street and somebody's walking near me, I'm like, "Oh, hello," and then they look at me like, uh, "Do I know you? <laughs> who? Who? Are, don't kill me!" You know, I'm just like, "No, no, no." This Minnesota, we we sell we say hello to strangers. You know. And it's such a bizarre concept right. in, in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. I say Americans, we tend to be really over friendly too. We should do an episode about that, about like yeah. cultural differences. And it's like, that would be good. But anyway, our next yeah. vocabulary okay, okay. is bougie. You know what bougie means? B O U. Well, I know this one because I am not bougie. Um, mm -hmm. bourgeois, bu sorry, bougie comes from the uh, French word bourgeois, which means right. the um, uh, upper class, the, bourgeois, the, yep. the, yep. the wealthy, right? Arist aristocracy. Is that right? Yes, I guess they're like, I don't know if they're quite aristocracy, but they are definitely mm -hmm. like above the middle or working class the the wealthy class you know yeah, yeah bougie and if you're if you're bougie you generally speaking you 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 don't worry about money too much so let's say uh for example um i am friends with a very bougie person my bougie friend might say to me hey let's go uh Let's go eat at this really nice restaurant. It's great. They have steak and I have uh, you know, $20 in my wallet, you know? I'm like, I can't afford to eat at that steakhouse. I don't have my mom and dad's credit card to spend money on. <laughs> and uh and, and a bougie person might not understand, you know, money. They think money is just it's on my mom's credit card, you know, and then they mom pays it or dad pays it and uh, they dress very nicely and they're a little bit, um, I would say, a bougie person is disconnected from the reality of most people's lives. They just. Yeah, I would also yeah. say it's this like literalness of this term has been taken down by pop culture. Mm -hmm. And now it just kind of denotes someone with expensive taste, mostly, or yeah, someone who yeah, yeah. have expensive tastes or appears to be fancy. Um, good example is like the their YouTube channel where they do like expensive taste tests, and they had Shakira on it, and she got like a perfect score, including the bonus rounds. And it's like <laughs> Shakira is bougie because she has very expensive taste. Right, right, right. So. Yeah, but yes, generally, I I would agree with your definition, Jack. It's someone who yeah, um, a bougie person yeah. and, a, and a and a and a and a well a, a Jack, 
Jack is not bougie. Um, if you put two bags in front of me and one is a Louis Vuitton and the other is a Nike bag and I look at the price tag, I'm going to buy the Nike bag 90, 100% of the time, you know, because right. I'm not going to buy a bag that costs more than my car, you know, um, right. it's just not going to happen. Um, and that's something interesting also about, I think, Korean versus American culture is that Korean people, generally, the culture tends to favor bougie expressions of wealth, like spending money on material things that not necessarily are flashy, but make it either seem like or represent a certain class status. Yeah. And in America, we're almost kind of how proud about how broke we are or how like... We're not going to like spend money on a designer brands or bags or cars to impress people most of the time. Um, And in Korean culture, it could be really different. Boyfriends will buy their girlfriends a Louis Vuitton bag if they can. People will go into debt to get like a new car, even if it's above their means, just because people will criticize them that they're using a used car. And in America, it's almost, like how cheap could you get that car you know that's like the full disclosure full disclosure my wife does have uh a chanel and a and a uh a louis vuitton bag and uh gold uh golden goose shoes is that something too have you heard of those i don't oh yeah i have heard of those i have but only like once i need to google yeah 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 they're quite the thing here in Korea, and I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, she had this before we got married, and I, and I asked her, like, how much is that? And then I, I was thinking, you know, it's like that's a hundred dollars. And then when I heard the number, I was like, uh, you know, in a cartoon where your eyes like pop out of your head, um, you yeah. know, I was like, ah, are you really? <laughs> Um, please don't tell me that ever again. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it's one of those things where we have an expression in Korean called a Dwenjong girl. Have you ever heard that before? Dwenjong girl? I haven't heard of that. A Dwenjong girl is, so Dwenjong is a type of soup. Dwenjong jjigae. Dwenjong jjigae is my favorite Oh, is it your favorite? Sorry, go ahead. It's very, yeah, it's my favorite it's very easy to it's easy to make. You just chop up vegetables. You put it in a pot. You put some tofu. You put some uh, uh, spice in there. You put the soybean paste. Which soybean paste, paste right? And yeah. it's very delicious, but it's very cheap to make. And so in Korea, there's a phenomenon where uh, a young office worker, just a first year, second year, will eat duenjang every day uh, in the evening and save up all her money for the first year's paycheck to buy a Louis Vuitton or a Chanel handbag that they can wear to work. Um, And uh, I also think like Starbucks is very expensive in Korea. It's one of the most expensive Mm -hmm. brands, uh, coffee uh, companies in Korea. Um, Young people will starve themselves for lunch or dinner just so they can buy a, a to-go cup of of Starbucks and be seen walking down the street drinking their Starbucks with their Louis Vuitton handbag and 
it's very much like kind of an image thing like wow she's very successful but it's all you know kind of a facade because at home they're sleeping right. on a mattress with uh you know eating ramen every evening so it's a right. it's a very interesting phenomenon here and uh that is interesting yeah so a dwendang girl is the opposite of a bougie girl oh actually She's pretty bougie on the outside, but on the inside, she's broke. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's very much about external appearance. appearance. And so yeah. let me throw this out there to uh, to the rest of our listeners. Are you are you a Duenjean girl? Are you interested in buying that expensive handbag and uh, the really nice watch or uh, whatever so that you can be seen with these very expensive uh, clothing, clothing items or accessories, but really in the evenings you eat very cheaply so that you can save up for these very expensive accessories. I'm very curious. I can maintain this lifestyle. Yeah. Do you agree with this? Do you agree with maintaining a bougie lifestyle outside of your means? Yeah. Which if our viewers or listeners don't know outside of your means means spending more than you earn or like spending on items that are more expensive than what you can really eat in your lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very curious because uh, a lot of our listeners are female. Um but male, you know, for men it might be a very expensive pair of Michael Jordan shoes, you know, or something like or that. Or a Rolex. A Rolex, a big gold chain or something, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but for those of you who would like to uh, share your comments about this episode, go ahead and send us an email at a to z English podcast.com. You can send us an email at a to z English at gmail.com, a to z English at gmail.com. And uh, please send us your letters. Let us know what you think. Are you a Dwenjong girl or a Dwenjong guy? And uh, we are dying to find out. So with that said, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.